Welcome to Man Therapy. Man Therapy. Man Therapy. Welcome to Man Therapy, a new podcast with four longtime friends talking about life, current events, and everything in between. Full discretion, we are not real therapists, but we suspect most therapists only wish they were us. We're just four guys with different opinions that still manage to love each other no matter our differences. The act of sharing a burden, fostering laughter, and lending an ear to a brother is the basis and foundation of what we call man therapy. So throw another log on the fire, oil up your beard. If you have one, grab a beverage of choice and relax. We welcome you to the Man Therapy Podcast. Hey, welcome into Man Therapy. Uh, we're glad you've uh, been with us. This is our 10th episode. What do you say about that, guys? Wait a yeah. second. Ooh. That's all of our fans. That's all Boo. of our fans right now. That's the one person. Boo. In the audience. Boo. The one person booing in the audience is from Canada. <laughs> And he was not on the well, list. Apparently, you- we're never going to have any Canadian listeners. Hey, uh, we, 0.1%? We, we have, yeah, less than 1% from Canada. <laughs> yeah. We actually have 3% from South Africa. I do Let's not go. know how that has happened. So shout Let's out to go. the South Africans. Shout out. And we have some from I mean, Do Ireland. they hate Canadians? Is that why? Nah, I'm assuming so. Hey, a shout out to all the Canadians tonight. We're- they they probably wonder why we let them be a country too. <laughs> oh my God! Hate mail goes to. Uh, hey, I I just gotta know, man. Did like why do you hate Canada so bad? Like, is it because I don't know? Maybe you ordered a Canadian bacon pizza one time, and yeah, then when you got it, and you found out it was ham. No. I mean, did. Do do you hate like Canadian football? I mean, like, do do you hate maple syrup? What 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 what's what's your? Did you get raped by a moose? No, no. You have never been raped by a moose. <clears throat> not to this day, I have not. No, no. Those no. things are massive, by the okay. way. Okay, no. meese, multiple you... mooses. I would also meese. like to say, if you call Canadian bacon a kind of bacon, that's one reason to hate you as a country. It's right. just circle hand. Nowhere close. Until I get my money back for Bret Hart, I will always hate Canada. <laughs> so you made some bets. Oh my god! On some AEW, not AEW. That was that was back would in the be? day, wasn't it? Bret Hart. <laughs> WWF would have been Bret Hart, and oh, later man. on WCW. But no, I was not making. I was not making bets on wrestling at. Eight and nine years old. I was. It goes all the way back. <laughs> I had a problem. You were. I feel like you're lying. 
I feel like you are too, Jeff. <laughs> he probably owes a bookie. <laughs> My dad still makes me pay him to this day. <laughs> <laughs> One bag of Funyuns each year. Well, our 10th episode, I really never thought we would make it to 10. No, I did. I never thought we'd make it either. It's, How the f*** are we here still? I, I mean, to be honest with you, I think we're, for to have 10 episodes and to be moving like we are, I, I think it's not. I think podcasts have had worse starts. Heck yeah. Yeah. and uh, Absolutely. And, yeah. I don't know. Have they though? Yeah. Well, and here's here's my deal with it too. Even if we end up biting the big one, um, I have fun doing this. Um, just getting on here, and it's kind of like we're hanging out, even though we're all, you know, in our separate separate areas of the of the states that we're in. But um, to I me, it's, it's it's just fun, man. Yeah, um, I love just getting on here and talking to you guys. It feels like I I. Honest to God, like this is man therapy, and it's why it has its name. Because you know, I was having just a, I've had bad days, and just you know, you've just had a bad day, you're in a bad mood or something. I get on and talk with you guys and get off, and I I feel better. I'm in a much better mood. You get off, you yes. get off, and you feel better, Pat. I, I wasn't going to say anything, and I feel better. I was just going to let it go. Welcome, Mike, back to the podcast. <laughs> Yay, Mike's back. Hey. hey. Apparently, we help Pat get off and uh, feel better. Well, I mean, oh, Uncle cuss words. You do feel better, right? <laughs> Either getting off I, the I podcast feel, or what you're. you're, you're I, I feel so much uh, stress relief. You know, it just feels like uh, everything is just uh, <clears throat> <sighs> just pushed out, and you know, man, therapy is my little stress. No more tension. <laughs> So that you squeeze and stroke. Oh my God. Editor. Editor is me. And uh, segment one. So are you talking one. are you talking about squeeze it's Yes. <laughs> segment I used to one. love those things. <laughs> I'll send you a picture. Please do. All right, Jeff. We're moving on <laughs> to segment one and uh take it away. That's definitely not a squeeze it in your hand. <laughs> it's red, but it's not a squeeze it. Yeah, we're not making it past ten. <laughs> we're not making it past episode ten. Red racket, red racket. <laughs> there is actually a, <clears throat> uh, a car, um, like a car shop named um the red rocket auto in down here in scottsboro and uh they it's a a a, uh woman uh like riding a rocket on their sign and it's like a a scandalous dressed woman just clinging on to an actual rocket ship so yeah well there's a there's a uh a diner place um where um, right down the road called uh, The Rocket. I got you. There's no, cool clad, there's no scantily clad women on the um, billboard or anything, but... You at least um, get your food fast? No. The uh, the building is like a, a, a A-frame, so oh, okay. I guess... 
kind of like a rocket, maybe. I'm trying to make it look like a rocket. Speaking of rockets, so um, it goes right into my first segment. Um, So last night, I'm scrolling through um, movies, just trying to find something random um, to watch. And um, I scrolled upon one of my all-time favorites, um, which is Armageddon. Um, mm. and uh, I forgot how much that movie hit me all up in the feels when I was mm. watching it, but it, it does, yeah, it does. And, uh, Don't want to close my eyes, don't so, want to fall asleep because I miss you, baby, and I don't want to miss a thing. Steven Tyler out just muted mike oh okay so mike is mike is gone we've now turned this into a three-way again <laughs> three-way mike. <laughs> all right mike mike's back mike's back now. i'm sorry mike i'm colin greg and starting my own podcast you're putting time out That's what would you call time it out we've had what would you call it <laughs> next, next time, I, I, I won't mute next time i'll just it was you, it was redding redlining so hard so funny but it's really good <laughs> uh, so if you guys are just jealous of my big, musical talent if this oh, podcast absolutely. does not go big we're going four-way boy band Wait, wait, what? Four-way boy band. It's a better way to say that. No, Lonely Island doesn't say it's not gay if it's a four-way. It says it's not gay if it's a three-way. Oh, I mean, Ray, you really know about BTS, don't you, and boy bands, so Mm -hmm. you could be our manager. You non-cultured swine. Hey, listen, listen, you just don't know, like, the the full stumble-blind days. I will say Mike did throw the first bra on stage. It wasn't a woman. I did. Mike. Uh, I think yeah. I was there. Do no, you know? We, do you know we, who was with me? Mike was very supportive. <laughs> Jeff was with me when yes. I bought that. Yes, I was about to say we went to the store and bought that. <laughs> that was yeah. me, you, and Ty. Yeah. Jeff loved my playing days so much he would miss my concerts and hang out with us afterwards. Exactly. <laughs> Did you buy the bra from Unclaimed Baggage? Because no. they sell that, and it's really weird. Walmart, I think, is where we went. <laughs> Yeah, we did, and that's when I was uh, following that dude around with the uh, the Darth Vader the, mask, the Darth Vader and, mask, <laughs> and in the electric that, wheelchair. Ain't that ain't that the same thing where you asked the lady about feminine hygiene products <laughs> or something? I probably did. I don't doubt anything. I mean, it, it's one of the I or confirm what he did. Right. I mean. At this point, like people just tell me things that I did, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's probably true." Yeah, My, most of Mike's life has been a movie. So, Jeff, what were you talking about? Your movie again? <laughs> <laughs> I just saw Ray go by on his Segway. Oh yeah. So anyway, um, while I'm while I'm watching it, it got me to thinking. Um, you know, the so big movies, you, the big movies we had when we were growing up that uh that made us pretty much i guess if you want to say for lack of a better word is fall in love with movies um and to mm. me um that's the one that really rings a bell for me when i was a kid um that came out that was just like a huge movie for me mm. and uh so my question to you guys is um 
what was a, a, a big movie influence um, growing up with you guys that um, maybe uh, still carries a lot of weight today or just put, put you on a movie-loving path? All right, I'll go first. All right, who's uh, going to start? All right. So, like, the first movie I watched, I think, was, like, Lion King, and it was, like, uh, Last Action Hero. So those were, like, good movies, but it wasn't until, uh-huh. like, Saving Private Ryan in mm-hmm. 98 when a movie, like, made me feel like you were in what Ooh. the movie was about. Yeah. yeah. And then after Ooh. that, really good movies just, like, suck me in. Do you know I have not seen that movie, and I'm ashamed of myself? What? Okay, it's probably, so... It's, that and Force Gump are my two favorite movies of all time. Yo, we have I got a, I got Greg on speed dial right now. We <laughs> That's have weird. We have a, had a discussion about. Is that it now. more I, weird I, than him not seeing Saving Private Ryan? No, look, I, no. I own the movie because Ray told me that it was his favorite movie of all time. It's just it's one of those that. Then you it, have three hours to watch long. It. Yeah. So uh, have you ever it. seen Titanic? Is it really I three? Okay. You've seen Titanic. You've seen Titanic, but you <laughs> but you haven't seen Saving Private Ryan. Okay, go ahead. Saving Private Ryan. Saving Listen, Ryan's. Yeah. Saving Ryan Privates. That was another one of those. It, it, it's definitely worth it, bud. Oh, I, I don't I don't doubt it and i just it's right now i don't have the top three hours to sit down and listen to it or not listen oh, to, yeah. to watch it from, from start to finish it's when i say it's one of my top two movies like of all time of mm. all movies period yeah and that's why i bought it it was on sale on itunes and it was like oh click nice. and so i got but it and that was mine jeff all right well let's go with mike okay um I'm going to go with, I have three. Mm-hmm. So probably number one on my list. Um, Transformers 1985, man, the movie. Oh my God. The old you know, cartoon? that was the, the old cartoon movie, man. Yeah. Holy. Shit. I, I still love that movie. Um, but I mean like, you know, Optimus Prime dies like this. This was favorite character you know, in the cartoon. Spoiler. You know, I'm... <laughs> We're not oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, Pat was Amish growing up, guys. Yeah. No. Nah, horse and buggy. No, nah, I mean, yeah. I wasn't well, alive. At least you're not like... Though, but, um, no, I wasn't no. for me. Okay, was, guys. Sorry I, I for being in, born in 1982. I was not born in 85. But so yeah, I have better a, a more excuse of not have seen that seeing that as opposed to Saving Private Ryan. I know I'm horrible. Right, sure. right, yeah. I mean, I don't hold that against anybody. Like that's oh, I do. I mean, Ray has I seen it. Right, right. What exactly are you? Holding Ray against? has seen it. So, I mean, that was huge. Now, that's what, what I was Sam saying Hill too. Was going on in- what? Hello. Hey, what are you doing? What y'all doing in here all the time? Who who is this? Oh, you know, I'm that boy Debo. Debo? Who's Debo? You don't need to worry about that. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on in here now. Oh, it's Greg. Is this this Greg? What's up, guys? Uh Uh-oh. What the f***? (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. 
What? Oh, How are you, Greg? I'm okay. How are you, fellas? So you Holy thought crap, I was? You really thought it, y'all thought I was kidding when I said I had him on speed dial? I was. <laughs> oh, welcome to the pod, bro. Hey, yay! Greg's here yeah. to take Mike's place. See ya. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> well, see you guys. So uh, this was this was you little redheaded bastard. This was my doing. So I I had him on, and Greg has been informed that you have told the Wiener story. So. Well, thanks a lot for yeah. the the whole me having Greg on speed dial thing, ass wipe. <laughs> that would have been better if uh, Oz behind the curtain right then. Yeah. So. What? So we, we've so got Greg? Greg on, guys. Uh, so, Greg, what's That's your favorite also... movie of all time? What's your favorite movie growing up? Favorite movie? Yeah. Favorite movie growing up had to have been Rookie of the Year. Rookie of okay. Oh, hey, I thought all about right. that movie. Mm. All that right. Movie. Yeah. That was a great one. Respect. And then the oh, whole. What about Major League? Major oh, League. Man. Angels in the outfield. Oh, that was a great one, too. Rookie of the Year, that was good. The, the whole. Yeah. Like his arm is like whatever surgery stopped working, his super arm, and he had to like softball toss it. Okay, I was like, yeah. is this what happened when you get Tommy John surgery? Spoiler. <laughs> Please help. <laughs> Every little kid was trying to break their arm at that time to get the super arm. I can get rubber band elbow. <laughs> they started, they, they started putting disclaimers on the first part of that movie. Please do not try to break your arm. Don't do this at home. The kids tried to break their arm. I actually did. I just unfortunately broke it in the wrong place. <laughs> well, uh, I guess you have your other part of the arm got super thin. What else? Forearm. Really, so who, uh, Mike, <laughs> you had three, right? You had the transfer. No, I didn't get my three. No, you had three. You only got two or one out, though. Yeah, yeah. We'll go for it. All right. All right, so number two, Top Gun. Okay. Yeah. Goose. One. Yeah. I. Oh. Oh man. Oh. See, two two of my favorite movies right there with you know amazing characters dying, Optimus Prime and Goose. Oh. You as a kid. <laughs> I don't was, know, man. Uh, that that was but, uh, that was rough. Mike Mike has a oh man. Childhood. I do, man. Apparently, uh, and number three, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that, watched that... it every time that I would fake being sick and be sitting at home. <laughs> Usually, after watching The Price Is Right and going to get your Happy Meal. Well, here, no, no, happy like meal. my. What kind of rich no, parents? I mean, like, I had Sprite and warm soup. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Vicks yeah. Vapor Rub. Vicks <laughs> Vapor Rub from your forehead to your toes. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere, because that doesn't sound comfortable. For everywhere. No, it does not. Everywhere. That sounds rough. It's like at youth camp one year, we uh, some kid convinced another kid to put some icy hot on his balls, and then he ran and. He was screaming like a little girl, and I'm like, "You idiot!" And if he, you if you've never done that, I suggest you try it. Uh, no, 
So, uh, and then he went to the shower and it made it worse. Discretion is If you ever do that, oh my God, no, I accidentally got sure to, Tiger Bomb on my balls once. Be sure to put it in front of a fan. It makes it feel a whole lot better. Greg, have you put Icy Hot on your balls? Greg? No, but I did put Vicks Vapor Rub on my eyelids. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, was this. He thought it would keep him awake. <laughs> Why are colors bleeding? That just is that's like a whole new level of pain. Ouch. Like, pretty sure that's in the Geneva Guys, I'm still blown away that Greg's on the cast. I think that was I think that was uh, the, 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 the Michael's wife oh. Yeah. Yeah, she said Greg's on the podcast. <laughs> yes, he is. <sighs> and it's it's great to so, have Greg on the podcast too. Ferris Bueller is one of those movies that is. like I could watch consistently and not get tired of. Please don't hate me. Oh yeah, I actually dislike that movie. Yeah, well, oh, I just well, turned the channel when I see. I mean, it. haven't seen it. It's you know, it's whatever, man. Haven't. I mean, people are entitled to their opinions. Yeah, I'll yeah. be honest, guys. I haven't seen Top Gun or Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Well, what? get the out of here, Top Greg. Gun. Go We've home. Top Gun playing upstairs. <laughs> That's happened. I can't right. Greg was probably watching cat yeah, videos while we were watching Top Gun. Possible. Him and Sean were watching cat videos while we were watching Goose. <laughs> I feel like I don't even. I feel like I don't even know you guys anymore. Cat cat videos. Right. I mean, we're getting to know each other on this podcast. Have you seen the cat videos of like cucumbers and cats? And cats Whoa. are terrified. Of I don't know if I want to uh, see dude, this dude, kind of video, Pat. Hey, Mike, don't do not top that no, in your hey, Google Mike. search. Seriously, seriously. <laughs> I swear. Yeah, I get it. I Listen, swear to God. I'm probably on a lot of lists for my Google search, but no, I swear to God, the cat cucumber videos, they are scared of them. And if you lay one on the floor and a cat, like, doesn't see it, they will jump straight up in the air and run off. I don't know why. I, I think feel they like the snake. What part of the internet are you on? Because I, I don't know. Part. I didn't. I feel like they sent it to me. I feel like this is one of those things where it'd be like, "Hey, go check out whitehouse.com It's okay. I'm afraid. Don't do it. Oh lord. Purple waffles or something. The reason why they do that is it's something placed in there area that they're not used to so you could really do it with anything besides cucumbers that's what it was explained to me but you know okay. what i know i'm not a cat expert i've never had a cat <laughs> you might be though might you might be a cat, cat expert though greg you started to say aspert mike did come in that's got asperger's <laughs> whoa <laughs> yeah we're canceled ready after that one oh uh, yeah yeah. So Pat, well Pat, all right. Hey it, Pat, it, I just want you to know I have edited every thought I've just had for the past few minutes. So well, I'm you're glad. welcome. Well, I mean I'm I'm so glad that you've edited your own thoughts. So I think Pat should go ahead and hit us with his movies before we travel down a rabbit hole that we can't get out of. Okay. So uh yeah, my it's called movie. growth, by the way. <laughs> Yes, uh, and I'm I'm proud of you. I'm proud that you're growing. Anyways, yeah. uh, 
I'm maturing. <laughs> okay, my movies. My movies growing up. <laughs> and they were right. made in the year 2000. And the ones that I guess the question is, what made you really appreciate and love movies? That that was the question, right? Well, these these the yeah. first movie would be The Patriot in year 2000. And I absolutely love that movie. I felt patriotic as all get out when I watched that movie. And it was absolutely incredible. Um, and then the same year, Gladiator came out with Russell Crowe. And that movie, those. Two oh, man. Yes. And those that man. I have I have not uh, hated a character in a movie before that until I watched gladiator and the oh crap. What's his, it's not, not Maximus. And then what I can't remember the, the emperor's name, but anyways, I have not oh, hated God. the character of the, that guy. Like I absolutely hated him and it made me get up all in the fields. The same with the Patriot. And those are two of the movies that stand out to me when I'm watching them after I got mm-hmm. finished, I was just like, dang you know that that's a movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely good choices we're looking for comments walking phoenix they were talking yeah. About? yeah 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 walking phoenix's Comitus, character Commodus. yeah oh man his speeches uh maximus's speeches in that movie were oh mm-hmm Give me chills, man. Mm-hmm. It's such a great movie. And, oh, you're not uh, is this what you want? It's great. And uh, anybody else got anything on movies? No, that was that was it with me. Um, I just had the one. I, as far as movies go, I've got you know a ton of favorites, but that was the one that really, oh, yeah, really stood out. Yeah, really stood out to me. Um, you know, as a as an older kid, you know, as a younger kid, it was probably you know. Aladdin, Lion King, stuff like that. Oh yeah, I, I, I kind of um, went. I was going thinking younger, and then I thought about those two movies as like. Mm. Uh, thir- I was around thirteen when those came out, so I, it was a. Uh, I guess at that age, you're you're more. Yeah. Have yeah. you watched the new uh, the Bo- the book of Boba Fett? I have. So I'm a huge, like, pretty huge Star Wars fan, and now seeing them like start putting everything together, it got mm-hmm. me like in my feels with all the characters kind of telling yeah, yeah. the story and it not mm-hmm. sucking and having Jar Jar Binks and actually being mm-hmm. good storytelling. So the new Star Wars stuff has got me in my feels lately. I've looked up in the sky several times and I've never seen stars going to war, so I'm not really up Greg, into that. If Greg, Greg, if you, if you want to replace Jeff on this podcast, we will. We might let you. Now you had to. You had to admit, though. What do we? You had to admit that Darth Maul was a badass villain, though. Oh, yeah. So cool. Yeah. Yep. I mean, he he was honestly the redeeming part of that movie of Phantom Menace. I understand correctly. We're supposed to be getting a, a Maul origin story. On Disney Plus, oh, that'd be good. Yeah, I like Dave Filoni's writing it. Yeah, they. Um, I would. Uh, I would personally like just if I could click a delete button for the last three actual full length Star Wars movies and give it to the uh, 
Fairbo or John Fairbo or whatever who's doing the Mandalorian and, and just be like, you do you, man. You you do three full length movies. Are you trying to say Favreau? Is it Favreau? I really yeah. I pronounced it <laughs> wrong. Like, are you trying to say Brett Favre? Yeah. Like, Brett what are you Favre. doing? Favre. 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 Anyway, Favre. I got that pronounced Favre. wrong. I didn't say Joe Montana. I said Joe Montana. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, that dude, um, happy <laughs> from the Marvel universe. So, yeah, um, man, I would I would let him do movies and just just delete those. There have been some rumors, but I don't believe them. All right, uh, well, uh, Mike, it is your segment. Your turn is up, and uh, I have no idea where this is going to go, but. Uh, well, I just wanted to get all romantic and uh, talk about the origins of Valentine's Day. The orifices or, or origins? Oh my gosh! Uh, I said origins, oh, but yeah, uh, I heard that. I, I mean, Freudian slip. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. We'll nobody. See. Nobody. All right. No, nobody. All right. Well, so. February 14th, Valentine's Day. Do you guys have any clue how it originated? Um, women mm. wanted to drain you of all your money. No, I haven't. I Damn, you, you have a very bleak... You have a very bleak outlook on Valentine's Day, bud. It's, it's not that. It's not that bleak. I was just... Stating Someone for some representing for some of the men out there who always break up with their girlfriends before Valentine's Day, which please tell me it's a pagan holiday somehow. It it isn't it. Okay. Oh it, oh yes, Ray, you are on the right track, sir. Is it? Is there like Valentine's. a Saint Valentine? There is a Saint Valentine. Yeah. So like this okay. this this has this has this has you know kind of a interesting backstory. Like you know I. I was trying to think, like, you know, what to do for this segment. And, you know, since we changed our logo for our podcast, I was like, man, you know, I, I think I really want to see what this was actually about. So, anyways, um, the earliest possible origin, and I'm getting this from nationalgeographic.com. I've, I've looked at a few different articles, but uh, this one by Sydney Combs. Because they know love. Uh, Right. Well, I mean, I was just trying to go with, you know, a a very fact-based article on this. So, anyways, they said that the origin story of Valentine's Day is the pagan holiday of Lupercalia. Occurring for centuries in the middle of February, the holiday celebrates fertility. Men would strip naked and sacrifice a goat and dog. You're I don't lying. know why You're a goat lying. and no, no, I swear, dude, I will <laughs> send you the link, but men would strip naked and sacrifice a goat and dog. I don't know why. Was it because was these it like, uh, goat weed or something like that? I don't know, dude. I mean, like, <laughs> Is that what? I don't know. I, I don't know what a goat and a dog had to do with. Would that, would that like, Hold on, I, I've got I got some crazy crazier to go along with this. Okay, 
Young boys would then take strips of hide from the sacrificed animals and use it to whip young women to promote fertility. How does that hmm. promote fertility? So they're, they're, they're spanking these women with hides from goats and dogs. Well, I mean, well, honey, uh, we're going to go back to how Valentine's Day is originally celebrated. And uh, we're going <laughs> to go yeah. sacrifice a goat. Initiated people into okay. the uh, upper room. <laughs> right. The paddle. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I also saw, uh, you know, a couple other articles that I read to add on to this one, but I can't really think of the sources just recall that they said that after these um, women would do that, I think uh, basically, I, I think there was like some sort of lottery or something like that. Uh, anyways, the women would end up with the young boy that you know, <clears throat> these young women would end up with the boys that whip them for either the remainder of the festival or for a whole year. So I don't know exactly which is which, but I heard, uh, you know, I read both. Anyways, Lupercalia was popular and one of the few pagan holidays still celebrated 150 years after Christianity was legalized in the Roman Empire. All right. So when Pope Galatius came to power in the late 5th century, he put an end to Lupercalia. Soon after, the Catholic Church declared February 14th to be a day of feast to celebrate the martyred St. Valentine. Okay. So, <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, you know, much like, you know, Christmas and Easter. So, it was um, replaced, like the actual. Um, right. Like actually, it was kind of replaced with a new, like, yeah, a new holiday. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, they called it. You know, Valentine's Day, St. Valentine's Day. Okay. So, who is St. Valentine's, right? Yep. Well, um, let's see here. There, there's actually a, about two men that they think uh, were the Valentine, St. Valentine. Um, oh, there's debate. It says the two Valentine. Well, I mean, it. There's no clear answer on which Valentine it actually was. Uh, uh, both men were also said to have died on February 14th, although years apart. Uh, both of them were martyrs put to death by the Roman Emperor Claudius in the 3rd century. Um, the first Valentine was a priest who was arrested during the Roman persecutions of Christians when brought before the Emperor Valentine used to renounce his faith, and his punishment was placed under house arrest. The head of the house holding Valentine challenged the priest to show the true power of God. Soon, Valentine restored sight to a young blind girl, and the whole house was converted. Once word of the miracle and conversion reached the emperor, Valentine was executed. All right, so that's the first Valentine. Jeez. Okay. Okay. The second priest, the Bishop Valentine of Turney, was also a miracle worker. Known for his ability to heal physical disabilities, a scholar sent for the bishop to heal his only son, who could not speak or straighten his body. After a night of prayer, the bishop healed the boy, and the family, along with visiting scholars, converted to Christianity. 
Shortly after the bishop was arrested for the, his miracles and after refusing to convert to paganism, beheaded. So, jeez. Yeah, and and I think there was also, and I think there was also like, um, uh, gosh, I can't remember which one it would have been, but there was one of them that was in love with, um, you know, a, a girl, and had sent a letter also, uh, and had ended it with uh, your Valentine. So. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, so I mean, it, it's a little convoluted on who actually was Valentine, or you know, whatever. But you know, through the centuries, similar, they have similar stories anyway. But right, yeah, both of them were beheaded because they were, you know, healing people within the Roman Empire there, and then these households were converting to. Christian faith, and so Claudius had him killed. So the um, so the original pagan version of Valentine's Day sounds a lot of like Fifty Shades of Grey, except like Fifty. Oh yeah, <laughs> little little BDSM action, you yeah, know, like whipping you, uh, people would whipping the that. the girl, like you, yeah, like, whipping your betrothed with uh, a dog hide or like the a stone. goat hide. The stone from the kidney of the goat like promotes fertility or something like that. <laughs> I guess I don't, I don't know. know, man. Anyway, I thought it had to uh, be the, oh, getting a little testy, huh? Oh man, yeah. <clears throat> so, like now, uh, Valentine's Day cards. So, how did people celebrate and everything like that, right? The first Valentine's Day card dates to 1415 when the Duke of Orleans sent a card to his wife while he was a prisoner in the Tower of London. Okay. In the United States, Valentine's Day cards didn't gain popularity until the Revolutionary War when people took up the habit of writing handwritten notes to their sweethearts. It was only in the early 1900s that cards were mass produced for the holiday. Okay. Yeah, leave it. Leave it to them to make a monotonized Valentine's Day cards. So yeah, I save money and but I mean, like, handwritten cards. Right. Well, I mean, you know, Valentine's Day, it it kind of holds a special place in my heart. That's uh. Oh yeah. Gosh. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Back in uh, 2014, it was Valentine's Day night. I proposed to my wife. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. Yeah, and uh, so the yeah, so Valentine's Day is gonna always be special to you then because you've you've always got yes. that memory. So it's uh, but it's always you. And to be clear, I didn't whip her with a goat hide or a dog hide. Mm-hmm. I don't believe you, but still. <laughs> but still though so this is like <laughs> so valentine's day plus plus is, is what it is so you, you gotta go a little above and beyond because your engagement every year yeah but hey yeah man uh, as, as far as i'm concerned valentine's day could be um turned into halloween too oh oh boy 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, there are a lot of people out there that uh, Valentine's is is a, a day they try to forget. They just go from Valentine uh, International uh, Singles Day. Yeah, it's leap year. Yeah, skip uh, it. Requested that day off and gonna shoot my phone off. Wait for real? No. Yeah, I've requested the day off at work, and I'm just gonna power off my phone, sit at home, and do nothing all day. Hit up a bar and go find. Well, a if we have to find a man, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> if we have any single lady listeners, um, we have a, a a fiery redheaded ginger that uh, is single and looking to mingle. Single and ready for for Pringle. So hit the hit hit those socials or uh you know um I don't know if uh the farmersonly.com uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> oh <my God>. that <laughs> was wrong. profile that we made for Greg uh still exists. Oh my god. But uh you might can find him on there. I think his name was Sheep Lover or something like that. I can't remember. Wow. <laughs> He's got a better chance to find someone on like AL.com or an Alabama Roll Tide Reddit. Oh, that, did y'all see where Billing Boss answered what was the number one dating site? Alabama? No, what is that? He said Ancestry.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's just in Auburn, though, right? Oh, man. Uh... I'm sorry. No. We... <laughs> We get those jokes, so. Hey, at least I'm not a boss fan, okay? True. True. I mean, there is that, but it's not much of a step above. So, if you're single and ready, hey, ready to mingle, Greg. Listen here, Mr. Iswap Teams. Hey, listen. Yes, Greg is referring to the short period of time in my life that I was an Auburn fan. It was a very um, dark I, I, a very dark period in my life. It was the only reason I started becoming friends with Mike. I'd just like to throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, you were friends with me before I even, like, switched there for a bit. I don't know. You were wearing the so, Auburn shirts. Just saying. I went to No, a... not at that time. I oh, went... yeah. You were wearing the section. You were in the section sweatshirt and that Auburn sweatshirt. That was the go-to shirts. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Because I was still in high school, yeah. yeah. We that's when I became an Auburn fan. Is when we went to that same year. I went to both Alabama and Auburn games, and Alabama just the just the spirit was just oh at that oh, time. That was in the dark days. It was. That was. Uh, gosh, I think that might have even been when uh, Price was the uh, coach, they're short-lived. Oh, yeah, and then he, he got fired because he went to the strip club or whatever and, was, and got spotted. At least that went Yeah, <laughs> and he was quoted as saying, while he got a lap dance, roll them a roll. <laughs> I didn't expect nothing less. Mm. <laughs> How, uh, speaking, this has totally different not even pertaining to the subject at all, but I did go to one of uh, a local high school ball game this year. And we had a fan who uh, came up to me after the game and, and she, she talked to me and she had, she, uh, 
she asked me about Ray and she was like, why don't y'all know where he lives? And that was the question. And I was like, he's just a loner and we're, we're trying. So there are concerned listeners out there that, that want Ray to tell us where he lives. Please. First oh. of all, give her my number. Secondly, <laughs> she, she's married. Oh, <laughs> so if there are Ray is also eligible. No, he's not. No, he is. Not. He's very eligible. <laughs> he is not. I'll block your number and not talk to you for four years. Ask my friends. Oh well, man, absolutely. I mean, there's probably a category on Farmers Only that's like. It's exactly that. It's like talk every four years. Not 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 big on communication. So there you go. Anyways, <laughs> so moving on. Anybody got anything else to say about Valentine's or the history of Valentine's? Or uh, well, like, um, I feel like it's just a money making holiday, and there's no real reason behind it. Ouch! Sorry. How much I mean, do y'all spend just wife. on getting your your significant other's stuff compared to how much do they spend on you? What do you think the uh, price difference yeah, is? See, my wife is very level headed about that, and she was like, "Yeah, that's not fair. That's not right." Because I mean, if it's a day of love, it, it kind of goes both ways. Uh, I, but I say I say that like I think it the guy ends up spending more when it's like you know your first start dating. But uh, my, my my wife and I end up just instead of doing all the whole like chocolates and bears and cards, we just go to a really nice re- restaurant and both just enjoy each other. So nice. That's what we end up doing. I enjoy you. <laughs> oh, do you? <laughs> well, <laughs> let's go eat sometime, Jeff. All right. Oh. Uh, you what? probably have a better chance of I'm not sure where this is going. Yeah, and if uh, who's gonna get the bill? Uh, we'll go Dutch. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> we go Dutch here. You guys baby. might as well get Greg. Yeah, well, Ray and Greg could celebrate the holiday, take you off, and just be each other's buddies. Yeah, I think I could see that happening. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys ready to move on? Yep. All right. So anyways, this, my segment, uh, I would have covered this last week, but uh, we don't have to take too long on it. It's just something that's kind of, uh, I've kind of latched onto and it's kind of near and dear to my heart, even though it's about Canadians and I know how Jeff feels about Canadians. I, uh, actually, I I went to Canada for work twice. I went to, uh, British Columbia and then, uh, I'm sorry, Alberta. And, uh, I think it was Prince George of the city. It is absolutely gorgeous. Like it is beautiful. Like everything looked like a fake, car like christmas card there and uh up at bamp we went over to were able to go to bamp and see that that national park it, it's absolutely gorgeous the people are nice um but so as of february january 15 2022 all travelers in, in entering canada including truck drivers must use arrive can arrive can 
So to provide a mandatory travel information, including proof of vaccination, the U.S. has also followed suit with a similar mandate for truckers coming from Canada and Mexico. So Canada really lobbied the U.S. to do this back. So the the Biden administration had no plans before uh, to initiate this arrive. I think it's actually an app on your phone. And I've actually saw a video of a trucker that was driving across the border. And when he got to the border, they were like, uh, they were, they said, no, you don't have to show anything. We've already got it. So they knew before he even crossed the border, they were able to somehow get information off of his phone and know that he was vaccinated without him even having to scan or present it, which is kind of scary to me from just my perspective. But this this January 15th caused this big uproar. And so that was that was born the Freedom Convoy. If you haven't heard of it, it's all over Twitter. I don't know if a lot of mainstream people, news agencies are covering this, but they started on January 22nd. So it was born because of these mandates. And mostly it was because of these truckers going back and forth between the Connect. Canada and the U.S., and then also the mandates within each uh, province in Canada for forcing these truckers or they don't have a job if they don't put this vaccination in their body. So a lot of these people were just against it, just like me. I'm, a, I'm bodily autonomy. You know, you I don't think a governing body should be allowed to tell you what you can or cannot put in your body regardless of what it is but that's my personal Mm -hmm. opinion so anyways so the the truckers they they started their convoy in uh west canada and uh they they started and they started going and as as they drove across canada they got momentum and there's all kinds of videos you can go on twitter you can find all these kinds of videos when they were going and they were adding to their number and uh, people were coming out on the interstates. They were, uh, they were had can, uh, Canadian flags. They were supporting these and, and just out there with signs and just having a good time and to show their support for the truckers and what they were doing. Um, and so as they started getting closer to, they were going across country to the capital, Ottawa, and, and they were just, they were going to set up shop there. So as they were moving, uh, Trudeau, Justin Trudeau, the uh, prime minister of Canada, he made a comment and he, um, he said, the small fringe majority of people who are on their way to Ottawa who are holding unacceptable views that they are expressing do not represent the views of Canadians who have been there for each other, who, who know that following the science and stepping up to protect each other is the best way to continue and ensure freedom. And that was on January 26th, uh, a quote from uh, prime minister who anytime some person some person in the government starts saying that people have unacceptable views, but all these truckers wanted is just to stop these mandates. They don't want to be forced to lose their job or quit because they don't want to put a vaccine in their body. Regardless of 
what that is, you know? And so these workers, um, have a right, had a right to protest. So they peacefully got together and got this together and, um, started driving across Canada and it just blew up. And there, the crazy thing is there are reports that there have been reports. I saw that at one point there were 50,000 in, in the truck and reports that they broke a Guinness world record for longest convoy. And, but yet the crazy thing is, is that the opposing political side who opposes this convoy were trying to minimize the number of truckers that were in it. And there were people saying that they were only in the number of the hundreds, which was absolutely crazy because I, I followed this since I've been following this since the beginning and video don't lie. So also another quote from Trudeau at the same time to kind of put this in perspective that he made, he made this quote back in 2020 and through the the riots of 2020. And um, he said to look out the window of my office and see thousands upon thousands of young people of Canadians of all ages stand in solidarity and wanting to see change happen. I felt it was important for me to be part of that. He said to, to be able to listen and to be able to hear people and to understand and to share with people how important that act was. And so he went out and he, he with, with the BLM and protest and he knelt, uh, knelt in solidarity for, for these protests. So he, he supported those. So I actually have a clip as the trucker started moving closer to Canada, uh, I think it was like the day before they were going to arrive. Trudeau said that he he's been triple vaccinated. He said that he was exposed. So he had to go into quarantine. And then when the guys actually, when the truckers arrived in Ottawa, he actually started, uh, he said that he evacuated and then said he tested positive. So he was going to have to go into quarantine. But then the media reported that he was actually taken to an undisclosed location because of this protest because he wasn't going to be in the city or meet with these truckers at all. So I found the clip. So at his undisclosed location, it looked like a cabin somewhere in the woods. He says this. I have attended protests and rallies in the past uh, when I agreed with the goals, when I supported the people uh, expressing their concerns and their issues. Black Lives Matter is an excellent example of that. But I have also chosen to not go anywhere near protests that have expressed hateful rhetoric, violence towards fellow citizens, uh, and a disrespect, uh, not just of science, but of uh, the frontline health workers and, quite frankly, the 90% of truckers who have been doing the right thing to keep Canadians safe, to put food on our tables. Uh, Canadians know where I stand. This is a moment for responsible leaders to think carefully about where they stand and who they stand with. So that is just a clip from how Trudeau has been addressing these truckers and and their wants and needs. And I, I don't think they're actually a minority in Canada. I think a lot of people, because they're they're I have, I've been covering this because it has just inter- interested me because these are actually workers, truckers, people of Canada that have stood up and said, we do not agree with what our government is doing. We are part of this country and we want to stand up 
and say that we don't want to be forced to take a medical procedure or a medical injection in order to be free and be able to take part in society because Canada has a lot stricter, um, a lot stricter, um, policies, because, like for instance, currently unvaccinated people from what I understand is if you go to Walmart as an unvaccinated person, you, you can only, I think there are certain things that you can buy. You can go to the pharmacy and I think you can go to the food section and they actually have to have a, a person, uh, I guess an employee from Walmart that escorts them into certain areas of this Walmart just because they're not vaccinated to either get there to make sure that they don't go to the, to buy an Xbox or something. So there, there, this has kind of compounded. They're a lot stricter in Canada over this and polls. And I get it. So a lot of the polls have shown that Canadians have not, um, that they, they, a lot of them have agreed with these mandates, but, since the truckers have starting started that I have seen people post that, that Canadian, because the truckers started going across the country, they've actually changed public opinion to, I think over 54% now of Canadians want to get rid of these mandates and these strict things that were put in place when there wasn't an actual, in my opinion, an actual emergency going on. So that brings us to this weekend where things got crazy absolutely crazy so first off is i think i don't know the exact order but there they media has been labeling these protesters as violent they've been labeling these protesters and that is i have yet to see one video that shows that there are any violence if you if you want to, they have set up like bouncy houses for kids in downtown Ottawa. They have bouncy houses. They have Polish people coming out cooking Polish sausage for everyone because, and there's, I saw a video where the, a woman, a Polish woman was like, we've lived in a communist country and we don't want this. Th what has happened over the past few, few years feels like communism and we're out here to support freedom. And there are actual people. Now there was a guy that showed up with a, with a, with a, a Confederate flag in Canada. He showed up with, with a mask on with a Confederate flag. And there was a guy with a camera, like one of the nice cameras following him around. I don't, I don't that. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that so, doesn't seem sketch at all, but you know, go ahead. <laughs> and, and so, but uh, they, the truckers that from what I've read, the truckers are trying when people like that have come, I've seen them approach those people and be like, why are you here? Like, this isn't, this doesn't represent our cause. And they are like policing themselves yeah. and trying to push these people out. But the media in Canada for like the demo, okay. The, the leftist ideology from when I was a kid was in support of workers. They were yeah. in support of the little guy. They were in support of workers' rights, and this is exactly what it is. And they're trying to label this as a violent extremist pro protest, and it is absolutely not. Go look at the videos, and it, and and before the well, I mean, it only takes like a a, a few people in those places to kind of, you know, 
spool a message too. Well, I mean, like you know, I, I I read an article where there was some guys like you know trying to you know hop into these homeless shelters and demanding food and everything like that, and you know, like they they were a little bit overrun. Uh, it, it you know. Yeah, and I, I heard yeah, that you know trying to provide meals. So I mean, like I'm I'm not saying that that's every one of them as a whole, but I'm saying like it only takes a few, you know, bad apples to spoil you know something that's actually, you know, yeah. And I get a, that, uh, but that particular statement spoil the message was that from the story that I heard on that. See, that's the thing. There are two different sides. There are people that are trying to break this down, and there are people trying to just like be like hey we're, we're we're wanting to stand up for our rights and our freedom and i don't want to be forced to do this and they have their right and i agree with them on the, what this protest is for and about the homeless shelter is what i what i heard on a video is that the homeless people went up to the shelter but i mean the truckers went up when they arrived because they didn't have any any food and stuff and mm-hmm. they actually went into the homeless shelter and they asked if they could eat some of the food. And then they were like, yeah. So all these truckers went in to eat. And then the homeless shelter was like, no. And they acted like that they were stealing from them. It's what another side of the story to that, that I've heard because I've, I, people were trying to push it that they were just stealing food from a homeless shelter. And, but the other side said, no, they, they like kind of pulled the rug out from under us when we asked politely, by the way, these truckers, they were shoveling snow for, and they were cleaning up all of the trash. They were, I mean, they're not just sitting there doing nothing. Like if you go look, they, they have set up a party. (laughs) Like seriously, they're dancing They're Like there, I've yet to see a video where anything was violent. So, but over the weekend, it kind of, it kind of a driver. This was a driver. Uh, like and it's not on the mainstream media. This was from the Post Millennial. But a driver was accused of hitting four of the Freedom Convoy protesters Friday night in what appeared to be he had a mask on in his car and he sped through several protesters and hit them. And he has been arrested Man. for doing this. And this was not the Freedom Convoy. This this was somebody right. else. There's also a really hilarious video. Um, I can post the link to it, but there there are people trying to act like they've been hurt, and like there there's this video. I swear to God, I'm not I'm not lying to you or exaggerating. Like this, it's icy. So a truck, a, one of the counter protesters now that has showed up, was like purposely putting himself out in front of this truck, and he flop, he flopped worse than LeBron. And he just laid on the ground. Oh yeah! Like he, the truck didn't even hear it. He like did the whole like fake flop thing and fell on the ground. Right. Trying to make these truckers look look out look as violence. And I have, I don't get why they're pushing this as a violent protest. But over the weekend that happened. Uh, the same the same reason that they Wait. claimed that all the stuff during the summer of love was mostly peaceful. While cities were burnt down and businesses and, you know, uh, courthouses were attacked and police stations were burnt down. And it was a summer of love. It was peaceful protests. But um, so that's that's the same way this is going, except for the opposite direction. So w- before the protest started, 
I agree, Jeff. Before the protest started, they released a GoFundMe. Well, over the weekend, GoFundMe talked with lo- local police, and they said because the protest had become an occupation that they were pulling all of their funding. They had $10 million raised. Well, that, that's how much they had in their GoFundMe. So GoFundMe was like, we don't agree with your political beliefs. And so they pulled it. Initially, GoFundMe was making, sent out emails and was telling them to, you have to click on this link and you have to sign a form to get your money back. And if you don't do that, the money that's left over, we're going to give to charities of our choosing. Well, attorney generals got involved. So much backlash that GoFundMe folded. And this was just a few days ago. They folded and they're giving everybody their money back just refunding it straight back to their credit card or whatever. But a website on Give, Send, Go, which is an alternative to GoFundMe, was immediately set up. They set up another GoFundMe, and it in less than 48 hours, they had uh, raised over $2 million. So there's a lot of support, including Elon Musk is tweeting out tweets supporting these truckers. And I think he even donated money, if I'm not mistaken. Mistaken. And, but what I'm saying is that why is a trucker protest who was the working class who worked all through the pandemic without vaccinations, they delivered all of this food, all of these goods. So people could stay in their homes. They could, they could do their thing while they stayed at home. Want just saying, Hey, we want to be heard. We, we want to be heard. We're not burning down anything. Why is the government of Canada acting like these are violent extremists for just sitting, turning off a truck and honking? Now, they are honking, and there are great videos out there of people just being like saying, I haven't slept in five days because they won't stop honking. And But you you have to look at... Yeah, I mean, that, that that's kind of douchey in that part then. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, the whole thing is you know bad but you know i mean you you still need to respect people if you want to you know get people on your side so gofundme by the way the reason why they were able to do that they uh an article that i was reading said that there was so many mass uh, traffic infractions that happened gofundme had a legal uh obligation to um hold off on that money being given because it was technically a uh, crime. So that's why they had the ability to do that. Yes, Basically, but, they blockaded the city and, yeah, so you know, they said it was nobody mass, can kind of get through. traffic infractions. But, dude, like, the, GoFundMe had supported Chaz the, yes. in, in Seattle, which they supported all of the BLM. All oh, I'm not taking up for them. I'm just oh, saying no. that was, that's what they're saying. They, they had a yeah. They, the legality was on their side. But it's, it's it's if you if you fall in line with the way we believe, then you're okay. But if you go the opposite, then screw you. We're gonna find some way, some loophole to I take the money this, from you. But but right. at the same time, you've got to treat them, treat you, them you, equally. But okay. yeah, I mean, I I I think that there's like two sides to this. I mean. Uh, it, it, it's it's one of those things where you you want your message heard. I mean, like 
Trudeau should definitely sit down and talk with whoever, you know, is, um, I guess, most intelligible and, you know, talk with these guys and, and actually the man can go lock himself in a basement for the rest of his life. Well, I mean, that's what he's done so far. Uh, yeah, I, I, that, that's the thing, though, is, I mean, like, we're not acting they He's not acting like a grown man and, you know, actually hearing people out and debating them and talking to them. I mean, uh-huh. I, he's acting would, like a would you do that to another? Way. Yeah. Would you do that to another world leader? I mean, if Canada having some sort of issue with Russia, you know, would he just, you know, hole up in a ca- uh, cabin and not? talk to uh putin no he wouldn't see Uh, other countries the legality is one of the things that like you know the mass traffic traffic infractions is what they were banking on also there was a trade agreement called nafta it's called usmca now the u.s canada or mexico canada mm, agreement now is there has to be some legality in withholding the flow of goods there has to be some break in legality with him holding those 18 wheelers from tra- from going through America into Canada. There has to be. A yeah, break you, you have that. a you have a huge point on that. Yeah, I mean, do. like he that's why I'm saying he needs to sit down like a grown man and talk to, you know, well, the, that, these these that's their demand truck drivers. That's their demand is like the honking will stop when you comply. I mean, literally, that's what they're saying. Right. It's like you drop the mandates and we'll leave. And that that's, and I mean, they, uh, they have been asked, like, they have been asked, like, uh, or do you plan on leaving? And these truck truckers are like, no, uh, I'm like, uh, I think, or they ask, how long are you staying? And they say probably about 15 days to stop the spread. It was one of the truckers answer. <laughs> so, Two years. Yeah. Wow. So that like, and also on top of that, truckers were trying to get across the border to come there and the the Canadian government is shutting down trying to keep because there are thousands of more people trying to get into the city and to try to get they've oh, shut I'm sure they've shut down bridges and but and there was people American truckers and Canadian truckers trying to come home and go back home to get there but they weren't letting them in so they also have a blockade of one of the uh, Alberta entries to canada so there is currently a blockade and but some of the leaders also in canada have came came out in support of of like ending these mandates like a lot of countries across the right. world right well, would be awesome if canada built a wall that'd be awesome <laughs> that, would be, <laughs> that would be hilarious but see, I saw now a- listen go ahead greg uh i saw a video where uh the prime minister called like all the local tow truck companies to have all these truckers towed out of the way. And their response is, sorry, we have COVID. Yeah. I saw that too. Uh, uh, So, you know, like that's so dumb anyways, because you know, you have to get a semi truck tow truck to be able to haul a semi truck and trailer. Like those guys carry CDLs themselves. Are, are you kidding me? Like seriously, hey, like I know you drive a big rig, but I need you to see to bring your big rig to get this big rig protester out of my way. By the way, right. where are we going to park all these big rigs once we get the big rigs and the big rig? Yeah, I mean, it it it's crazy. I mean, they have 
Like they have mm-hmm. set up, they built, they, the truckers built a soup kitchen, like a little soup shack to, uh-huh. to serve people. And it, people are donating food. There are grandmas and kids and all across Canada sending and sending food and love and cards to these truckers. There is a, they, they've termed it, the Polish Canadians have made a quote Walmart. It's basically a flatbed truck trailer. And there are supplies all across this truck. Like anything that you can think of, like is there for these truckers. And it's, it's in crazy, the outpouring of support for these guys, because they're the little guys. Yeah. I mean, I mean the 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 uh, CTV, the Canadian television, the uh, they you why why are they not getting support? The only, MSNBC has already called them. They're trying to label this as like the January sixth of uh, of Canada, and this it, it's actually a real worker uprising saying that you know without us, there's farmers that they brought their tractors that involved and. I mean, I'm, I'm to the point that like traffic violations, who cares? Like, that's yeah. just, I mean, come on. They're not hurting anybody. I mean, they're, they're not complying to what they're wanting done. So yeah, that doesn't fit their agenda. It's like, you don't agree with me. You're dangerous. Well, and I, I don't, I don't, that, that's not that rhetoric. As the, uh, only, uh, CDL carrying member of this podcast, uh, I can tell you right now, like, I'm one of three guys, one of three guys at my, I work for a concrete mixer plant. Uh, I'm one of three guys that has the vaccination now. And I'll say this. I do not believe in people being forced to have the vaccination. I believe it's a choice. I, you know, I made the choice myself to do it. I mean, I don't expect anyone else, you know, if they don't want to do it. Okay. Um, But I mean, like working with other drivers, like your vast majority are, you know, more conservative. I mean, and the, I mean, that's, it's, it's a blue collar kind of job. And like I mean, a lot of the truckers are like, we spend most of our time by ourselves in a cabin anyway. So like, what? Oh yeah, heck? you do. It's like we we drive. By I mean, it, right. And uh, a lot of times they don't even have to touch the cargo, you know, when they drop it off. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That uh, that's the thing. I mean, we had uh, we had some. Um, some stricter regulations when we went to uh, uh, one of the sites where uh, Facebook is expanding. And, you know, when we went on site there, uh, they, we were absolutely forced to wear our helmets and our, uh, all of our PPE, like our vest, uh, supposed to be safety glasses but i've got glasses and i don't think i ever saw anybody wear safety glasses per se and we had to wear a mask even though like you know we weren't getting out of the truck pouring you know with the workers and we would be out of the truck only washing down way away from other people we still had to wear all that and 
I mean, it, I don't know. I mean, the world's gotten kind of a little bit crazy about all of this. I mean, I, it, it's, it's just kind of, I don't know. I mean, uh, it, you get labeled a bad person if you, you are unvaccinated. Um, you get, I mean, and then you have conservatives, you know, also getting pissed off at people for, you know, thinking that people should. I mean, and I don't know. I mean, I think most of us probably fall in the gray area where it it probably is more of a choice. But, I mean, I don't know. I'd like to add something that I think is just absolutely ridiculous uh, about, you know, being unvaccinated if you choose to be is that they people on a waiting list for you know transplants if they're unvaccinated they're being denied 100 percent. yes in some states yes yes mm. i think that is ridiculous you're just going to let someone die because they're not vaccinated that makes no sense whatsoever it doesn't and no. i mean back to the the, the truckers, which all they're asking is, please don't force me to get this, is all they're asking is, well, the, like news that's happened within the past few hours is the mayor of Ottawa has declared a state of emergency in the city. And there's been reports mm-hmm. of that the, the government has sent armed riot squads out to confiscate fuel supplies from the lawful mm-hmm. protest in the middle of oh. winter. So... I mean, so here, here, here's where it kind of becomes what they're doing. I, I, I agree with, I mean, I, I'm not, you know, all, you know, conservative and everything like that, but I mean, like they, I I don't don't have to feel like there's anything wrong. No, it's it's right. It's not a conservative principle. It's just like, why do you have the leftist, um, leftist liberal media trying to make paint these people as violent extremists when they haven't even shown any violence or any extremism other than parking a truck and being like, we ain't moving until you listen to us. And we, I mean, these truckers, I mean, and and there's no difference than what happened in the summer of riots and 2020 and like Occupy Wall Street. And guess what? A lot of liberal people were in support of Occupy Wall Street. Yeah. And so here, here, I guess here's where my, my, my thing is, is where it, it, it's coming down to where Trudeau, like, I, I mean, my side is definitely that Trudeau needs to sit down with these people and talk to them. Like, he needs to to swallow his pride and talk to them, hear from these people, you know. And I mean, and he's what what's I mean I, I get that it is probably becoming a state of emergency because you don't have food coming being shipped in or out, you know, different things like your. I mean, it is decimating probably the common economy of Ottawa. And I mean, but it does fall back on the fact that Trudeau should sit down with these people. And he's like, he so, I mean, doesn't seem he's ran to an undisclosed loca- location. He doesn't seem willing to, to do that at this moment. And 
It's not a diplomatic. It, it, it's not being handled diplomatically. It's being handled like, oh, these people disagree with me. You know f- that I'm shutting it. I'm shutting it down. Yeah, he, um, he called it know. unacceptable views, and the leader of a free country should never be calling the belief or view of some other person of one of his constituents unacceptable. That that's communism. Like honest to God, you, when the government comes out and says your view is unacceptable, that other than like being a violent extremist, you know, and terrorism and causing chaos, like I would have characterized like the protest of 2020, which people have seemed to forget, forget about as violent extremism. And there was in those protests because there's crazy people that hijack the actual movement of the BLM thing. Yeah, and, there were uh, crazy people. Yeah. And because I think there were good and honest people in that protest. Uh, but yeah, it got hijacked. And now, you you know, there's it, it, it's crazy. And, and I, I think Trudeau should definitely come and talk to these people. But it looks like he's being a coward, in my view. That he's he's not willing. Right. To it, 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 it it's not tr- it, he's not trying to bring people together and trying to bridge the gap. He's just saying my opinion is law, and that's all there is to it. Yeah, and I, but I think- when you have but when you split, like you look at you know Canada as a whole, you you may represent them legally, but you you can't just forget about you know, the other people that you represent in your country, you know, you, you know, you represent the whole country as a whole and you have to, you represent everyone's best interest. And so you're, you're trying to force people to do something and that, that becomes a problem. And Elon, Elon Musk literally just tweeted. He said, I'm pro vaccination, but anti-vaccination mandate. And what's happening yeah. if you see all these titles like and there's nothing wrong with that. No, and see all. they're calling people mm-hmm. anti vax. Yeah, exactly. They're calling people anti vax. They're lump because it sounds worse. They're calling you're anti vax, mm-hmm. but actually you're anti mandate. You're not because I'm not I'm I'm not anti vaccination. It's been proven and it's vaccinations work. Now I will debate you yeah. on this vax this COVID vaccination. I will debate you on it, but there are vaccinations. The science behind vaccination works. Doesn't work. But anti there's a difference Listen. between anti vaccination and anti mandate. And I am anti mandate. If you want to get it, go get I'm it. I'm an anti mandate. I'm yeah. and I think most people anti. are anti mandate. And but the government is not listening to. The people that, because let's see, I'm anti-mandate on everything though. I'm anti-mandate on mask. I'm anti-mandate on vaccine. I'm 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 pro. Do what you feel is best for you and your family. That's called freedom. And people, when when people start acting like like being like the government should tell you what to do, the government ain't your daddy and or your mom. Mm -hmm. You know they they should be there to keep the peace they should be there to protect us but they shouldn't start getting in and making everyday decisions in our lives especially health choices like Uh, like, yeah 
Well, going back to last week, how uh, what what a little bit of what we talked about when we started talking about you know politicians trading stocks and whatnot. Um, you know how I'd mentioned that um, we've got to get rid of these career politicians, yeah. the ones that that are making a living at, at staying in politics and in the Senate and in Congress for for life terms. Like that's not what they were created for. Maybe maybe some of these bills mm-hmm. there. For, from what I'm hearing, there's actually hope for some of these bills on stopping the, the politicians from act, being able to trade stocks. And I'm hoping that there's a second alternative effect to that, that some of these that they're going to get out, they're going to get out because, you know, the get out at the right time because, you know, they won't be making millions of dollars off of these trades when they're outperforming Wall Street. It, our politicians, it, it, they need to change. And they yep. don't represent what the people, what the people want in every single no, case. They don't. But any, yeah, and, and a majority. Unfortunately, the almighty, you know, greed and dollar sign, you know, is almighty dollar. Very, very tempting. Yeah, very tempting to people. And I that, mean, yeah. and Absolutely. I mean, well, we there's a reason a, they say that we are a fallen species, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a reason that they say the, that money is the root of all evil, because a lot mm-hmm. of it, it comes into I can't have enough. You know, right? What 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 is enough? What where where's the line of what is enough? Well, for those who don't know how to manage money, it's never enough because you're always going to want something else. You're always going to want you know, and and. By that standard, we all, most everybody lives beyond their means. Uh, but yeah. where it comes in, you know, but where it comes in with politicians is, especially when they're doing the insider trading, and, and you can't tell me that they don't because they do, uh, you know, they they keep on because, you know, it, to them, money is power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and what was it? it? Cat Williams. I remember Cat Williams said uh, something about he was talking about Martha Stewart, and uh, we called that uh, a hookup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Ray. We are to your segment after that lengthy uh, discussions about Valentine's Day and the Freedom Convoy. So it's up to you. So the uh, one of the biggest days of the consumption of pretzels, mac and cheese, Pepsi and Coca-Cola will be this February 13th. And we are talking about the Super Bowl. So we have the Rams who are 12 and five led by uh, Matthew Stafford. So shout out to him came from Detroit. They were just a quarterback away. So they're in it. And then you have the Bengals with Joe Shiesty, uh Joe Burrow. They were 10 and seven. Uh, meeting again at the Super Bowl February 13th, 530 on NBC. I want to say the betting line is L.A. at 4.5. Uh, so who do y'all got? Who do you like? Who do you want to win? And who do you think's going to win? Bengals, Bengals, and Bengals. Gosh, I hope so. The Bengals. So why the Bengals? I just feel like, I just feel like Burrow, dude, I feel like Burrow is a winner. Yeah. Uh, that he did it at LSU. He's done it in the NFL since he's been there. I just feel like he has that in him that yes. it's it it's a W or nothing. Like and like he, I mean, you come back and you beat a, a tremendous Chiefs team. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, 
Their, yeah. The Bengals' defense was absolutely incredible in that game, and that's what I think is going to push them above the Rams is because their their defense shut down the Chiefs in the second half, mm-hmm. and Old Burrow, you know, you know, it looked like it looked bad, but they they uh, he actually burrowed out of that, you know, that because that deficit they had, <laughs> and uh, I actually, you know, and no, and number two is because I'm not going to cheer for a California team. No. That's what I was gonna say. Um, well, damn, LA can LA can stick it. Um, now, if they were in St. Louis, now listen. I here here's my my thoughts. Like, I, I'm I'm pulling for the Bengals. I like Joe Burrow. I I mean, like, well, here's the deal. Even if though he's you he, Ohio, he went to LSU. So, well, that doesn't if you didn't. To do with anything, you can't you can't I pull mean, for for the for the home team in Ohio, like rarely. Uh, I mean, I hell, I hate Ohio State with everything that's in me. <laughs> hey man, like just as the much as Ohio State, the Ohio State. The, oh no, <laughs> no, they don't deserve. I will not give a the to them. The. No, <laughs> I hate Ohio State. But I mean, like you know, uh, you know, we, I've been to Indians games. I mean, now the Guardians, but um, you know, they will I, always I, be the hell Indians. Pat and uh, Ray went with me to a Indians game. We enjoyed mm-hmm. it. They're um, not the Indians anymore. It was pretty. Awesome. I, I I enjoy I enjoy actually uh, the Red Stadium pretty well too, man. Aren't they the Guardians I mean, saw, now? Cleveland yeah, Guardians. they are the Guardians. I mean, the the Cleveland just, Guardians. Yes, I'll just go back and just watch Major League all the time, so it'll make me feel better about. Yeah, that yeah. I mean, it, it the the new name actually like I I was kind of eh, about it. I mean, which I I do hate that they had they they changed it. I do. The but look, I mean, if like, you're gonna change a team name, the, the meaning fine. behind it. That the but having the the reason they changed it was just stupid. Um, it was, and, yeah. and and I mean, like, and the, even the reason why they had the name to begin with, like, if you look at the historical context, like, yeah, I mean, like, it was a, it was a good reason, like, it was like kind of a, you know, an an, an honor, like they named it after, you know, a Native American, you know, player on their team, yeah. you know, I mean. Uh, now, so. if you go with the Chief Wahoo, I mean, yeah, I, I get like, you know, the caricature of you know what he looked like. I, I mean, I get that. I, I, I can, I can understand where people would say, I guess, kind of a mocking thing. But I mean, like, I, I guess I had hoped that you know they would be able to find, mock, you know, well, here's a way the thing. to mock work out the logo want. and everything like that. If if you if you gonna throw my face on a logo like that, have at it. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, who you got? But anyways, okay. And also, I gotta say, I hate the Browns. And but yeah, anyways, I don't think you gotta worry about the Browns winning anything anytime soon. Oh no, I I just always hated the Browns just because like those little quarter helmets you used to get in the gumball machines. That would oh, used dude. to be like the those worst helmet to get because it was just straight orange. <laughs> like you know, right, no exactly. It would come with like a white <laughs> sticker, and you're like, that's not yeah. even like that doesn't even do anything. This this is not <laughs> even what 
You're just the like, this is like. bull crap. I want my money back. Like, give me right. the Raiders or, or, or something where I can put a sticker on it. Oh, yeah. Least. Well, I mean, back in the day, you know, uh, during that those times, I mean, it was like Cowboys and the Bills and, you know, of yeah. course, I did like the Raiders, too, because, you know, my dad always loved the Raiders. But, yeah, but I hated the Browns helmets. Anyways, to, I digress. I'm going for Bengals. I like Joe Burrow. I like his swag. I mean, dude, I'm just chilling, smoking a cigar after he won the Natty, you know, that year. I I, I get it. And, I mean, like, I like his story. I mean, he, he you know, you know. And I guess apparently my 15-year-old daughter thinks he's hot. She's sitting here waving her hand in her face. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, so anyways what about you pat okay but i hold on i want to say one last thing i will not be mad if the rams win just because matt stafford like i i at least an sec you know, quarterback only have one so right that's true but i mean like matt stafford like you know dwindling all of his uh playing career in detroit and you know being released to a winning team, a, t- a team that had a chance. Like, I, 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 you know, I commend Detroit for that, too. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you know, that, that he spent his whole career in, in Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it, it's pretty cool that he's, you know, his first year out of Detroit, he's in L.A. It's like, what does that say about Detroit? You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, right, right. Hey, well, Calvin I mean, Calvin. Det- hey, Calvin Johnson. oh, my gosh. And by the way, I mean, even the, it, Detroit's new stadium is even smaller than their uh, Pontiac Silverdome. If you just think about some of the players that have came out of Detroit and 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 the crappy seasons they've had, like you, you've got Calvin Johnson, you've got Barry Sanders, uh, you've Barry got Sanders, uh, man, Calvin Johnson, jeez. Uh, what uh, legends? The uh, I mean, Matt Stafford was posting up like yeah, huge Stafford. numbers, even in Detroit. You know, but they couldn't go anywhere. Choke City. Yeah. So I mean, it's just like it's almost like the the uh, Boston curse, except for with Detroit. Yeah. I'm glad Man. Boston got out of that curse, though. So, yeah, but Anyways, I, uh, you know, I, I am I am actually going for the Bengals out of that. So, yeah, me too. Yeah. I, I, that's why I picked the Bengals. I guess I explained earlier that I think their defense was excellent, and if that defense shows up, that was in the second half of the Bengals Chiefs game. Then, um, oh, and is it? The, the Bengals kicker, McPherson, is actually McPherson. from Fort Payne. Fort Payne, boy. Fort Payne. Yeah, and he so played at Florida. Oh. So. And he did play at Florida, so that's a double Jeff. There we go. <laughs> oh, Not so yeah. much the Florida, but oh. the Fort Payne, maybe. Oh, Florida. Anyways, so. So, on, yeah. on my part is the Bengals, of course, Joe Shiesty. I've been rooting for him. His O-line <laughs> is just dog water. Just uh, holding a big L almost every game, but somehow they're still winning. But I watched, and this kind of ties into Valentine's Day, having that person who's a ride or die for you. Matt Stafford's wife was on a couple podcasts leading up to this week, and she was just like saying how her literal words were, I'm just so happy for him because he deserves this. 
is like to have a ride or die. To Valentine's. I'm actually going to go for the Rams to win by seven. So that's my prediction. Also, guys, hey, uh, all right, all right. The Super Bowl, we've got the halftime show that is going to be Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg. Oh, and, my God. Best halftime show that Jones has. And Kendrick Lamar. Going to be. I'm going to dress like I'm in the I'm going to dress like the 90s again during that Super Bowl. I'm going to have my no bubble jacket. Jump jumpsuit Jeff. Oh yeah. That that's isn't like I know there's crazy like betting lines for uh Could you imagine if you would have bet on what if you would have bet the bet the Bengals from the start? Yeah. No, Bengals and Rams from the start. Who would have ever thought that? No, nobody. But I'm I'm talking about like the crazy ones. It's like when you, uh, like the, what are the chances? There's like a line for if a nip slip is going to happen or something again during the Super Bowl. And you can actually (laughs) bet that. Prop bet. Yeah. (laughs) Prop bet. So last year, a guy ran onto the field during the Super Bowl and, um, he was uh, he ran onto it during the game or whatever. Got tackled. Well, he actually made a bet that someone would run onto the field, and he done it himself so he could win the prize money. I like how that guy thinks that. It was almost it was almost smart. Rich. It was almost, almost smart and, until they decide not to pay him because he <laughs> yeah. set the bet up. So, so Greg, <laughs> Greg, man. are you gonna run naked on the Super Bowl while we place bets on you? Sure. Yes. You heard we'll here. Oh, here we go. Who do you we'll got? You. What's your pick, Greg? Yeah, Greg, who you got? I'll be honest with you guys. I don't really keep up with sports anymore. So, uh, Greg's like the Bulls. <laughs> the Bulls. The Bulls. The Bears. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, with with Greg's pick, I will say this: we were doing, we were, uh, I was recording some things and putting it on our socials on our TikTok, and I went over four. And the first uh, games, and then I was one for six uh, for uh, the games that we have actually posted. So don't you need listen to, pick to my the Rams. picks anyways. You need to pick the Rams. I did yeah, pick, pick I the, did Rams, pick the Rams. Rams. I honestly, okay. I'll be honest. I really thought it might yeah. be the Bills year. Rams, I really I thought it was going to be the Bills year. I thought I, I did too. You know, I, did too. I know this probably is dumb or whatever, but I'm probably going to go Bengals just because they have a, a local. Because it's a Tiger. Local boy. He's on yeah. the local there you go, Absolutely. I can I can get behind Ain't that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I can get behind that. Plus they're the tigers, I tell you what. <laughs> oh my god. Oh boy. But so that there we go. We've given you the halftime show. We've uh, given you our picks for the Super Bowl coming up uh next Sunday. By the way, what are, are we gonna have a, a different recording schedule since the Super Bowl is going to be that night. I'm sure we're going to. Mm. I guess we might need to discuss it, that offline. We probably should do like an. Maybe bump it up to earlier, yeah. or even maybe Saturday night or something. We'll we'll talk about it. But anyways, just yeah, give you a little behind the scenes of our what what we discuss, and uh, a lot of the behind the scenes stuff we we just we can't put out in public and we wouldn't want listen to. I, I i came up with a very interesting uh 2022 prediction oh. and it involved greg and i'm starting to feel like this is coming to light so uh I feel like yeah i'm scared i'm you sure yeah so but I mean, thanks greg. i'm scared 
What's that, Greg? I said, I don't even know what your prediction is, and I'm scared just because I know our history. <laughs> you should be scared. You should be. You should Very be scared. But anyways, hey, Greg, uh, thanks for coming on. I know, uh, you know, I got with you on short notice, and I was like, hey, this is episode 10. We got to get Greg on and as a guest. Absolutely, man. And yeah. uh, anyways. Uh, we should have him more often. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll try we'll, to drop in anytime you want, guys. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get Greg a theme song for when he comes on, so we can play it. And, yeah, you know, get him all jazzed up before he comes on with us, fluffed up. Well, yeah, Greg used to be a uh, a, a church clown, so maybe we could do like some circus music, like. Doo, 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 doo. I'll quit. Yes. <laughs> tell you what just play me uh the peacemaker theme song and i'll be fine uh, nice i got you nice, nice. Yeah, i will have to uh, that, that that the intro to that show i will say is ridiculously awful, it's funny dude. man i Guys. love it that show has been nuts Guys. i want i want to i want to hate the intro to that show but i can't watch fever dream watch the new <laughs> The Reacher, watch Reacher on Amazon. Reacher, uh, it okay. is awesome. It's like nothing. Like I know Tom Cruise did like a movie, Jack. But yeah, it is nothing. It is awesome. Like it is really I'm good. Check, I'm who's check who's the out. lead actor on that? Oh, dang it! Isn't uh, the guy who played on Blue Mountain State? Uh, I, that's one I didn't watch, bud. You didn't it, watch. You Blue didn't watch State? Blue was Mountain that? State? Yeah, was that any good? That was a great show. Are you kidding me? No, I haven't seen. It. Listen, oh you're going to get on to me when Pat has not seen the majority of anything <laughs> that we have ever talked about. If it's about. not on audiobook, Patrick hasn't saw it, listened to it. <laughs> around it. Uh, his name is oh. Alan. Dude, I'm I'm listening to the um Let's see audio. Andy Weir, the uh, project Hail Mary right now. Of course you are. And it is Hail Mary. It, it you don't need to do any. You don't need to do anything else. What do we have here now? Baby killer, but don't push me. Revenge is like the sweetest now. joy next to getting. Until he right watches. <laughs> Pat's on restriction until he watches Saving Private Ryan. Oh, yeah. So, like, you put all your podcasts <laughs> and all your all your audio books of. Of Joyce Meyer to the side until you get done watching Joyce Saving Meyer. Private Ryan. <laughs> I don't listen to Joyce Meyer. <laughs> listen, her Battlefield of the Mind was actually Joyce pretty good. I'll, I'll give her props on wrestling, that. Jeff. Jeff, that's Look, the funniest no. thing you've ever said. Ever. <laughs> this is great. Oh, man. My wife, my Alan wife is going to kill me, but that's okay. <laughs> Alan, Rick's all right. Listen, so Jeff's her- wife. I, I I commend Joyce Meyer on her book. Battlefield of the Mind, but like listening to her talk, oh my god, she's <laughs> I can't. I think it's the country thing that does it. That for me, that no, it's the it's the 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 Waffle House waitress voice for me. All right. <laughs> well, as we're outroing, the Man Therapy Podcast loves everybody. We appreciate everybody listening. Please like, subscribe, share, and comment below. Let us know what you want to hear in the future. Look forward to talking to you soon. Have a great week. Bye. Hit us with it, Mike. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
it's like trying to get wet cats to stay in like a square box with all of us. 